2: Hello and welcome to Table Manners, I'm Jessie Ware and we are back with a bang. And a new kitchen. Oh, thank God for that. You do seem rather relaxed today, Mother. How relaxed am I? Because I haven't slept. I have to say, I have pulled my weight. You have, and I appreciate you. I brought stuff over. You did, and I really appreciate you, but I know that you're looking forward to the fact that you don't have to wash up. I'm looking forward to all of that, just sitting, relaxing. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I'm thrilled to be back. Me too. We have so much to look forward to. We have two tours. We're doing the UK tour, what, in April?
3: May, May. End of April,
2: beginning of May. That's the UK and we're going to mid-April,
3: we're going Hollywood. to
2: Hollywood. So that's what, four nights in Hollywood. So yeah, we've got the but really we've also got to just carry on the podcast of cooking. And we are cooking in my house for the first time in forever. The first time doing a podcast in my new house. Yeah. New cross? You're not ready for the guests, the caliber. The calibre. The guests we've got lined up. Um so today I've done the cooking. And I have actually done the same meal that I did on New Year's Eve. I had a soiree at my house on New Year's Eve and I did Mexican. And I think I've done this chili brisket before, actually. I think I did it for Cheryl. And I think I did a version of this for Kiefer Sutherland for brunch, but I added like a bourbon thing. Um, this is actually, it's Jamie Oliver's chili brisket and it's really good. And you can just do it the day before. And now uh, my butchers think I am a huge brisket lover, which actually I am. It's so easy. It's really good. And um,
3: it's quite cheap buying brisket, isn't it? I mean, not that we're being doing <laughs> being cheap, but it's good value.
2: Yeah, it is actually. For, what, Compared to other It was, it was other like meat. 17 quid. That's cheap. Is for, it? For beef, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's really delicious. We're going to serve it with mum's onion rice, obviously. And I've done this Thomasina Myers black bean and mango... And jalapeno, uh, coriander, red onion, salad, which I really like. The dressing is lime juice. And it's also olive oil, garlic and cumin seeds, which the cumin seeds are really good in it. So that's something we're doing. I haven't faffed with the corn on the cob because I set the alarm off last time and my child's sleeping. And then what else are we doing with it? That's it. Oh, no. But what I'm going to start off with. So when I was having my Mexican-themed soiree, I... Asked people what tequilas they liked, because I actually don't really know. I'm quite new to this kind of margarita world and tequila. And I've had quite a bad experience with tequila. That sombrero one was probably why. Um, oh, I've got that at home. Yeah. I don't know whether it's you can cooking. cook, yeah, cook cooking it. cooking tequila. Yeah. So I got loads of amazing recommendations from people, and which kind of set off a load of tequila companies sending me loads of booze. Now I have Oprah Winfrey's favourite tequila here, but we're not going to do Oprah's. Why? Comes in eighty quid a pop. Have you got bottles? Casa Dragones. We should auction it. Oh my bloody hell! <laughs> it's a anyway, charity. Okay. Anyway, no. What I've gone for local, southeast. Maybe I think they're southeast. Southeast London duo. Bloody! How, Who, how many Mexicans are there in uh, Southeast London? I don't think they're Mexican. Uh. Much like I don't think Rita Ora is Mexican with her Prospero, or maybe Kendall Jenner is Mexican or with George hers, or George Clooney, Clooney with his Casa Amigos, which but everyone he did say was very it. good. He does make that in Mexico. Oh yeah, he's he? working really hard, isn't he? Making, yeah. squeezing the limes, and yet... when no. he's sitting in Cabo
3: San Lucas,
2: looking Any, out. Anyway, so park. I thought to opt for this as an aperitif. I don't know whether this guest is going to like it. I've got a feeling he's going to be up for it. It's called El Rey and it's a tequila that you have um they recommend having it with tonic and a slice of grapefruit juice so a bit like a kind of zhuzhed up gin and tonic what do you mean the slice of grapefruit juice slice no sorry slice of grapefruit okay um sorry grapefruit
3: juice so do you suck it and then you shoot it down right no like like you do with the lime and the salt. No,
2: I think that's just what no, we used you do. to you, do. I don't think put... anybody does that anymore. No, you anymore, do. do they? You put
3: salt on your hand. I know. I know. Let the salt. Coco Bongos,
2: Cancun, circa, you know, two thousand and three. Oh, yeah. Did. No, I know that. Um, but I actually don't know whether people have it like that anymore. Anyway, this is kind of it's tequila with tonic and a slice of grapefruit. I thought it would be quite a nice little aperitif. What do you think? I think it'd be great on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, it's Friday, and. I've done three days off the drinking, so I thought, why not come yeah, back with a big I've, old celebratory bang? Too. And so, who we've got? I'm so excited. James Nesbitt, who we've wanted for ages. I did a oh. UNICEF Soccer Aid um, event with him, and he was really good fun, as you expect, if you've watched Cold Feet. I mean, oh, have you what? watched
3: the new one? Well, yeah. Oh,
2: wow. It is like page-turner. Well, that's because it's yeah. Harlan Coburn. It's on Netflix. It's called Stay Close. And I think he's at the door, but I don't know. Cush um, Gumbo, love her, and, and Sarah, Sarah Edi- Parish, Eddie Izzard Sarah Parish, Sarah Parish, oh, who I is just very beautiful. And I actually
3: have loved Richard Armitage since Spooks.
2: You can't stop watching it. I haven't finished it. Couldn't Mum put has. it down. The door's just gone. James Nesbitt on television. James. Jimmy, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you very what much. What should we call you? James, Jimmy, Jim. Just call me. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Jimmy. I think.
2: Well, honestly, this is such a treat. I've wanted you. We've wanted you on for so long. No, I'm desperate. desperate. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and
1: you didn't say that to like Stanley or anyone like that. No, no, no not no. at all. We've <laughs> never,
3: I've never never said <laughs> we desperate. Didn't really want ever. Stanley to. Really? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. No, we I'm just glad to be here. We just on. said we'll we'll have him instead of yeah.
2: James. But, yeah, I, till
1: he's But also, I'm. I'm local, as you know.
2: Well, I thought this was quite convenient, so we were going to do it at Mum's. And that's
1: in Clapham, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah i you're in Clapham. Clapham yeah. Fancy. And I just
2: thought, I'd just, you know, oh, do your favour, but then I didn't realise you were in bloody... Well, league.
1: I was in town but, today. Yeah, but, but I know. But no, it means I haven't long to go home. No, exactly. Because uh, I'll certainly not be driving.
2: No, you absolutely won't. And we started with a, with careful. an El Rayo tequila, tonic and grapefruit, and actually... This I like it. It
3: tastes a bit like gin and tonic. Yeah, but it's tequila, Mother. But what's the difference, darling? Well, they're completely different spirits. I know they are, but why... I
1: think I think. All, all you can, well, what I think you're do? saying that because you're, you can taste the tonic. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the tequila. Like I, I a, mean, tequila I really like on... Because um, I don't drink a lot of many spirits, to tell you the truth. I'm too busy drinking wine. Um, but <laughs> I uh, I love tequila on ice. Yes. Just tequila. Just oh, on the on ice. A I go. really love it. Which tequila that. do you like? Whatever one they kind of have. <laughs> no, and it's funny because, I mean, there's so many, obviously, there's so many people, because tequila's very, uh, well, it's a bit like gin's Gin's very easy to make, isn't it? Mm. But, like, so many people have taken up their own tequila mm. companies like Cluny mm. sold his. Mm. My this- daughter's boyfriend, Barney, Shout out to Barney, my daughter Peggy, and Mary. Peggy, and Mary love this show, uh, love it. And, and anyway, but Peggy he was Mary. he was developing um, a tequila brand himself. Oh
2: Barney! Barney, do we like Barney? We love Barney. How long's Barney How long been? been, been, been a, a Barney's been, a been on
1: the scene for a while, and he's he's not going anywhere. I never had an, a son. He's become like a. You know, he's brilliant. He's, he's not going anywhere. I'm Good. keeping him. Uh, Fine. Whatever happens with him and Peggy, I'm keeping him. No, he's great. But he was he was. Uh, started to develop a tequila brand. He's not doing that now, but it's he went out there, and went out to Mexico and met all the farmers and all, uh, all the um, the uh, harvesters. This should be the all new the, gap so,
2: here so, that they go, so, I'm just developing so what, a, what, what, a tequila.
3: So what's tequila made from then? Is it the
1: guava? Guava, is
3: that it? Okay.
2: Agave.
1: agave. 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 Agave, agave. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, these guys are South London. El Reo is <laughs> South London, which oh. I don't... I
1: like El it. Rea. It's good, isn't it? No, his was, was going to be great, but... Um, yeah, I've always.
2: Found, I mean, the it garden. seems to be
1: the thing to do now. Lee yeah. Westman's got a whiskey. I know. Um, Shane Warren's got a gin. Um, would
2: you do one?
1: In a heartbeat.
2: What would you do though?
1: Oh, I'd love to see. I'd love. I'd love to do wine. We my best, do. Every bug doing wine. Well, my one? best. My best mate, yeah. and, uh, Alan Harton. Uh, I've got three best mates I grew up with from school 45 years ago when i moved to a new town when i was 11 and the four of us four of us have been best friends ever since it's amazing actually and um but al and i want to buy somewhere in spain and somewhere kind of rural spain away from kind of you know brits and irish and all that kind mm-hmm. of. and he found one recently uh uh in andalusia i think but uh and it had its own vineyard but a working vineyard mm-hmm. and it wasn't that much money so and so i don't Jesse. know we, we just didn't get we didn't get a chance to go out there and, oh. and, and look at it and buy and then it had gone oh. but i mean just the idea of two old irishmen kind of cr- with with help kind of making their own wine what? Do you, so, yes, what's wine, your favorite wine my favorite wine is probably Merceau, like a, a really good white yeah, I I mean, I had a good
2: white burgundy the other day, and I
1: was like, "Oh, this is heaven." Yeah, I mean, there's great. I mean, if you get like the merlots and all that, they're brilliant. But you know, there's, there's you can get really good. There's a fun, There was, uh, there was a fantastic wine that got me through lockdown, and then on all my mates got in wherever Chinese they were. It was there? called. It was from Asda. It was called Lemo. Oh, Lamu Le is gorgeous. L i m o u x, yeah. but it was, it was, it was not expensive at all. But I mean, in, wherever my mates were living. The, the, those Asdas uh, kind of sold out are of they it are they still selling it they're not I was in the other day because it's so hard to get these
2: things man, bugger, you, know? you bloody look on the yeah, let, let it them dry
1: out. but it, it's a nightmare trying to get things I was up you know I was in um, I've just come back from Portrush this morning and it's crazy the supermarkets you know just the amount of the, okay. the lack of things that you know clearly with bregs and whatever and there's, that, there's
3: that. no fruit
1: night- on the table yeah it, no it, it's, it's horrendous but, um, but you know what I love about some of those the supermarkets is that they do really good wines. There's a great one in Sainsbury's at the minute called Catenya, which is really good, not that expensive.
2: You should have a wine club. yeah, Like an affordable wine club. Like That's a good idea. Dude, you should.
1: But I'm not on social media, really. Yeah, well,
2: Maybe you could just come on regularly yeah. and give us recommendations yeah, on the for podcast. Wine.
1: Well, there's a great one in Sainsbury's. It's kind it kind of our one. Awesome so, Ramo, Ramo was a Shannon Blanc, which was really, very good. It was a Shannon mixed with a Chardonnay. And that was only six ninety nine. pounds I mean, it was Unbelievable. Yeah. And then there's a there's a thing in uh, San called Catena C A T E N A I think, which is about Tanner and it's sensational. I mean, and it really
2: where's that from? Catena is
1: it? I, well, it sounds Spanish, it but sounds I actually Spanish. think I think it's a French wine. I think. But it's I'm very,
2: like, I, but I like the, the the cost of your the pricing of your they're affordable. Like I've gone yeah. I've gone full into Jessie these I all
3: this shit. Red, no, yellow. I do.
1: I buy, I spend. I Where mean, do you
2: listen, go locally? Where's your, like, wine Oh, I place? go to uh, Bruno you...
1: on uh, Lordship Lane. Oh, which one? Do one's... you know Bruno's Cove on Lordship no. Lane? Oh, he's a French guy. Um, and it's good. Oh, he's sensational. He, yeah. Uh, he's, um. oh, God, you must go there. I'm, and, oh, yeah. and, and you know, Lordship Lane, when I first moved, so when, when Sonia, Sonia and I, my ex-wife and I, got married in 94, and... Uh, we, you know, I just started acting, and she had just started acting. There wasn't, we didn't have much money, but I mean, her her father very uh, was very kind, and he helped us out to put a deposit. And 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 we'd always lived in North London, because I went to drama school in Central at mm. College. Then I lived in at that stage. I then lived, funnily enough, with in Sa- in Sandringham Road in Dolston.
2: Oh, I lived parallel to you. Then. Did yeah, I was like, yeah, I was Alvington Crescent. It was the one next door. Well,
1: because I lived there with uh, Jerome Flynn. And Steve Waddington. Okay,
2: we need to know about that Sandringham house. What were you eating and drinking? Or were you eating and drinking?
1: We used to to go to a pub called The George.
2: Oh, yeah, it's really good. Did it do roast potatoes It was
1: fantastic, brilliant place. But it was kind of the last year. Um, Because I think I'd split, Sonia and I think I'd split up. We weren't together, but I, I lived with Jerome and Steve Waddington. Now, Steve Waddington is an actor who you would know. He was in things like, I mean, he was unbelievable, he was from Leeds, he started off at uh, Royal Shakespeare Company playing kind of, sort of a, you know, spear choir. And then Derek Jarman saw him in something. And Derek Jarman was doing a film of Edward II and he wanted everyone to be red-haired. This is him here. Hey, he was in, he was in Last he? of the Mohicans. He was the, he oh, was the main rival it? to Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. in Last of the Mohicans. He was the English officer. Oh, yeah, I know he's burned. He's burned at the end of Last of the Mohicans. He usually anyway. is
3: a baddie. No,
1: he's done, he's done loads of things, but anyway... So he was doing...
3: Great board. Oh, sorry. Uh, we don't objectify.
2: Yeah, great board
1: with, with actually many tattoos. He's got a tattoo oh. of... Uh, and he's, I, think he's now, I haven't seen Steve in ages, but he used to have tattoos of the girls he went out with. Oh, um, bloody but, but hell, Steve that's was, dangerous. But Steve, he was How many mad. arms were full? <laughs> there was an armful. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but he... Um, Derek Jarman cast him and he was spotted in that And so he was, Michael Mann offered him, he did a couple of other things, but Michael Mann offered him the main uh, rival to Daniel Day-Lewis in Last of the Mohicans. And while he was filming that, Jane Campion flew out to meet him. She was doing the piano and I think Michael Mann had told her about this amazing guy. Because he's a real animalistic, very funny, but brilliant. I mean, he's he's a big Leeds Lab, he's very talented, he can do lots of accents, he's got a huge range. And um, so Jane Campion offered him Harvey Keitel's part in the piano and Steve turned it down because he was homesick for Leeds. Oh, my God. Anyway, so we were living... Was I, by, this day, oh by this stage, I was living with him and Jerome on, in, on Sandringham Road. I mean, Sandringham Road was kind of front line type, you know. And we were living there together in this house. this dr-
2: pre un Pre-marriage. No,
1: it was, it was just... It was, it was during Soldier Soldier.
2: Oh okay, right. Sorry.
1: So okay. it was just coming up. I mean and actually while we were living there, um Jerome and Robson sang on Chain Melody in that and then Simon Carl offered them the deal. And Jerome came to to to, to Steve Ward I call him Ward and me and said, Do you think I should do? And Ward and I both bet him hundred quid that it would go to number one. And he said, No, I can't do it, it's like a selling eye blah, blah blah anyway the rest is history he, he did <laughs> And he <they laughs> <had, laughs> and <laughs> and did, and right. did. And they, 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 I mean it's mad but anyway so Steve we went to see the piano at the Rio in Dalston uh-huh.
2: I love that place
1: and we went to a matinee and there was no one else in there apart from the three of us and Steve sat between us and I bear in mind he turned down Harvey Keitel's part oh. and when it got to the bit where Harvey Keitel seduces Holly Hunter in it, I mean he, you could me really that. see him thinking why did I turn this down and when it got to that bit he just grabbed our, <laughs> our hat, both our <laughs> and hands no, and went <laughs> "No!" <laughs> He also then went on to do a remake <laughs> of tarzan uh, and he was playing i suppose the english kind of i don't know what he was playing he was it's playing no someone in, in in anyway and I, I i don't think it was his finest art I, I don't think many saw that particular remake but if he, he was in the filming in some central american jungle or somewhere i can't remember but he he phoned us one day and this is before mobiles really and um he was on a sat phone, and Jerome was upstairs, I was downstairs, and we both picked up the phone, He they went, Hi, it's Steve, I'm on a sat phone, I've got to say over at the end of every sentence, over. And we went, all right, over. And he went, my career's over, over. <laughs> oh.
3: What's he doing now?
1: Oh, he's doing loads now, he's, just, he's in the new Spider-Man. But I haven't seen him in years. But anyway, so I lived with him, and then Sonia and I got uh, married, and we decided, we wanted, are we... So we'd always lived kind of north of East, because mm. she also went she went to drama center and lived up there and uh but someone had recommended east on so this is 1994 as i say so we went down and it was i just loved it it was mm. great now there wasn't much on lordship Lane. there was like one pub it was, called the, lord, it was called the lord Pal- palmerson then, yep. then became the Palmerston where i probably yeah. lived for years when jamie younger ran i haven't been there since there was a falling out between him and the people and i haven't oh walked goodness. in oh well, no well well jamie left the Parmesan, he's a fantastic person, he's now got Begging Boat.
3: Oh, oh, I love amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh
1: no, Jamie's great, and, and it was, and, there was, and, and the Parmesan, I really, particularly when I came back from New Zealand and was separated at that stage, I used to go to the, to all the time, fantastic food, great people, well. and then there you was... You used to
2: go to East Dulwich Tavern?
1: Oh yeah, I used to go there a lot.
2: I mean, you used to be spotted <clears throat> by all my friends, because I was, I was, I started Alain's in, what, 96, <laughs> and so, when did Cold Feet happen? About then. So like, yeah. and everyone Rachel would be like, Davidson "Oh, Rachel Davidson worked there." Oh yes, yeah, so she
1: and probably say Davidson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what's funny because when we, when we, so when blanket. we came to Lordship Bay in East Dorset, there was the Palmerston, there was the Carth, there was the East Dorset Tavern, um, Franklin, uh, the Cheese Block,
3: the Frank Franklin's. Franklin's has uh, been, Franklin's
1: there. It's been there a long time. Yeah. but not. But then it's so much has changed, and mm. so many in, in a good way. But there's still a lot of the independent. Oh, you still out. run there? Yeah, I, I'm in Packham now. Signers in. Um, She's still kind of over in the Dulwich area, and I'm Peckham, Camberwell. But Bruno used to work in, I think, in oddbins. Like, that may be wrong, but then he wanted to set up his own place. But it's a fantastic, wonderful little French seller selling amazing wines. Some, you know, some does ama- you need to go. No, wine.
2: I know, but I like that. Like, so I mean, you probably spend a bit more in, with Bruno. No,
1: no, but no, but, but honestly, honestly, no, you can get really, re- really. Re- oh no, he does. I mean, he's. Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a superb one. Of, and he's and he's so involved and engages with everyone and you know and, and he'll always find the right wine for the right price.
3: So I want to know: Were you born in obviously Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland? Which yeah. bit?
1: Uh, well, I was born in County Antrim, uh, so I kind <laughs> of grew up. My first ten years were in Brixham. Well, and then when well, my dad was my my dad was a primary school headmaster oh, in wow. a very very small school of. Uh, 40 pupils you know so he taught me in primary four five six and seven um, I had three older sisters so I grew up in the country um, and, and all the other children were farmers but my mother was from Carnlock, um, uh which is a small coastal town in County Antrim and her mother w- uh, married a smith so I had a granny smith but granny, smith, <laughs> granny smith's um, three sisters and brother owned what was called the bridge uh, tea rooms and then the bridge dining rooms in Carnoff, which had a uh, a big hall going out into the back. Uh, they had a dance hall going out into the sea, amazing. I remember as a as a kid. A
3: dance hall into, uh, the, sea. into the sea. But I remember How as, as I remember as a
1: child, like going to the disc, the dances, and all the balloons being released from a big net at the end of the night. You know, and uh, they have. They, they, had, they served. They had rooms, but they served. I mean, that was one of the places you went to, one of the staples you went to for on a Sunday or during the week in the summer for roast beef and i used to go into uh so it was great aunt Jeanie, uh, edith and uncle bob's um uh, uh, into the kind of the kitchen where and every, there was always a massive slab of roast beef and they were just they, uh, because they would serve roast beef salads which in those days of mm-hmm. course was just a slice of roast beef uh, a bit of lettuce a diced uh, boiled egg and some um uh, uh mayonnaise and that was what people went down to to Carnock for. So I grew up not eating a huge, t- t- kind of uh, very varied diet. But you know, but I did grow up with my, from a very early age having lovely bits of roast beef, just sliced off and get put into my hand and salt over them. You know, mm. and then mum was um, mum was a great uh, uh, mum. Made the most incredible soup, which oh, one? Uh, just the most wonderful vegetable soup what she was? did, and and potato. And also, I, I you know, I still potatoes are still some of my favourite things yeah. because.
2: Yeah. Can I just ask? Do you, do you want ice with
1: that? I will have uh, a little bit of ice, thank
2: you. Okay, you're
1: gonna to have to tell me what this is like because I feel.
2: Absolutely. This, this, this
1: is Oprah. This is Oprah's. Oh, no,
3: it's not
2: Oprah's, but it's her faith. Wow. Uh, it's you and
1: Oprah. Huh? How amazing! Um, oh, on. But also, it's funny. I was watching yesterday. I was in and last night watching a Rick Stein program, from Cornwall, and I had. He was talking about the. You know, the, the, it's not really a a new fad but it's been around for a bit now, seaweed but my mother i i grew up eating bags of dulce we called it dulce my mum they used to they used to like batter seaweed and on, on the stones on the on the beach and dry it out and sold in little bags amazing gorgeous
3: and just eat it like just this. eat it
1: like eat it like bits of uh, just dried leaf but amazing source of iron A wonderful taste yeah really so good. tell me what that tastes
2: like
1: okay thank you Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Quite a lot going on, eh? Oh, really? I mean, I, listen, I don't, know, I don't know. What's going
3: on? Tell me.
2: What's
1: going on? Okay. Smokiness? Is there a smoke? It's very smoky. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would imagine... How it, did you it, know is it was smoky? Because tequila's always
2: smoky. That's what Oh, it, okay. is it? But is it,
1: is, it the, uh, is it What's it made out of? The agave, the agave or the agave? You're isn't? asking the
2: wrong chip. But I mean, whatever it's it made out of... It seems
1: soap. that that's... That, that, that's
2: it's smooth, it's effect. very smooth, it's Sweet. not sharp. Okay.
1: Um, But it is very smoky. So, But
2: Mescal is more smoky. I mean, I'm going to sound like such a Philistine Maybe
1: that's it. Like, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I think it's nice. <laughs> you like it,
2: fine, it doesn't matter. Does anybody else want wine?
3: What do you want? You want wine? Well, he, yeah. I have a glass of wine. Then. Okay, great. Fine. Do you prefer white to red?
1: No, I like both.
3: So we're I mean, I don't really, as I say, I don't
1: really. Uh, well, I used to drink water? beer. I don't drink that do much not? beer now. I mean, well. Okay,
2: so oh, it's Jesse, be... that's so ugly. Oh, mom, I don't think it's gorgeous. It's not. not it vicious. I really don't. Lovely. How lovely. What are, we, what are we having? It's a bit of a help yourself situation. I'm delighted. We are having mum's microwave onion rice, which is great, um, with oh, pulled chili brisket. Oh wow! Um, and then this is a Thomasina Myers salad that's uh avocado mango love black it. beans jalapenos cumin seeds lime juice great and
1: she's fabulous she's fab
2: yeah we she's love fun that.
1: yeah she's a good crack isn't yeah
2: she? so this is this is what we're having and then we're having just oh, it's a, just a
3: spoon darling
2: sorry
1: it looks sensational i haven't got my serving
3: um spoons i should
2: well, I yeah
0: do it you oh, might God. need
3: salt on that <laughs>
1: This is just so gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Oh gorgeous. Thank you.
2: Really delicious. Oh, good. Do you cook?
1: I do. I mean, yeah, I do. So
2: I feel like you like all the finer things in life, so it's like, you know, what are you I eating mean, with those quite, delicious balls of wine?
1: I'm kind of... Um, I just it's sort of like, you know, improvising. M- my, my daughters, particularly Peggy.
2: Yeah. Peggy's, yeah, Peggy's the elder one. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, I mean, they're... Uh, She's a sensational cook. She is do? she? Yeah, sensational. She just she, she just th- throws... She's very good at kind of adapting things. But Mary's also now a fabulous cook. And they get re- great pleasure out of it, you know. Um, but they're great. And, and I cook, but I follow recipes. So I, uh-huh. I've i got so there's a... You know, there's a few favourites. Uh, the other night I did, I, I love... Nig- Nigel Slater does a pork patties with lime and coriander. Ooh, and so that sounds good. unbelievable.
2: What is it? Pork, pork
1: patties with uh, lime so and coriander. Yeah, really? yeah. But no, I do cook a good bit, and I love it. Um, but I need to be a wee bit more adventurous, I think.
3: This is gorgeous, Jess. Mm. Oh, but you
2: know what, though? I do feel like it's a bit of a cheat when you do slow-cooked meat because it always just tastes good. But I think... Right. But, yeah, I've been slaving away, and you're very welcome. And, um, no, it's like, so, no, it's a pleasure. It's just really nice to have a kitchen because I was just cooking on one hob for about two yeah. years.
1: Because I live half the time in Portrush, uh, in, in the very north of Northern Ireland by the sea.
2: Oh right, out,
1: yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I so was you know, there actually, this morning. I was there this morning. Yeah. I've been there I mean, since. Over. I'm fine. I left about quarter to five, but the snow mm. was unbelievable. It was a real treacherous journey actually. Um, but um, I've got, got a lovely kitchen. I've got a fabulous
3: import kitchen up
1: there by the sea, and it's just so funny. I was there this week, and then my daughters came over for a few days after Christmas. We were here for uh, in London for Christmas. But isn't it? I mean, it's just such a privilege to be having so sp- to have space, you know, to cook and all that, isn't it? That's so me. Uh, I will actually.
2: God, that sounds gorgeous. So, what are you? Do you feel like you cook differently when you're in Peckham and when you're in uh, what's it? Port Port, Port, Port Rush. Port,
1: Port Rush. Port Rush is right up. It's a very northern tip of Northern Ireland. Right. Uh, and it's gorgeous. So actually, and also, I do. Um, for a year, I've been doing sea swimming. Um, since did, that was your
2: lockdown yeah. thing, yeah.
1: Yeah. in and
3: the cold yeah yeah in, in, your you trunks, in your trunks oh my god we are no, doing no. that since November well a
1: friend of, a, a, a really good friend of mine over there Philip Tweedy and um, uh, Amanda Carson who's the wife of one of my best friends they decided to start it in November sort of November of, of 2020 Sadist. and then just did it they have did it every single day uh, and then and, and then realised that it was very good for their mental health and mm-hmm. oh, so they thought well we could tie this in with the charity so we've actually been swimming for a year now for aware ni which is a mental health charity in northern Ireland. because obviously you know lockdown everything really challenged mm-hmm. a lot of young people's mental health And but it's been it is fantastic though it's been one of the best things but yeah so lockdown i was in port rush mainly because <clears throat> i was filming bloodlands and then it finished we, it was that we were the last show to finish to finally be able to manage to complete because we it wrapped on something like the 13th of march and i am um, I was supposed to be coming back to, coming back to London to see the girls, but then my dad wanted me to represent him at a, a family funeral, blah blah blah. So I was there, went to that, and then all of a sudden, lockdown.
2: So you got stuck there, but kind of, we couldn't make it back.
1: But it was great because actually, I met, I, met, I got to spend, you know, a lot of time with my father because my dad, I lost him last August, but I oh, had. Oh, i sorry. Oh, he was ninety-one, but you know, I, I mean, he. Had a, Good old time. Ninety-one. He died with two older brothers. Can you believe it? Uncle Willie's a hundred. Uncle George's ninety-six. Oh, nice. But, but uh, dad and I got to spend all of lockdown. I would drive down. He lived he lived on the sea as well in Castle Rock, and so I would cycle down or whatever. And um, I just you know had a chance to spend months with like, me in the yard and him in the room just chatting. So it was really good.
3: We all make old bones.
1: Uh, oh God. You will. I may live slightly. Uh, I may have a slightly different lifestyle <laughs> to my father. Okay. Have you got food up your sleeve? Of there? course,
3: I've got it right down everywhere. Well, she my daughter's. Everywhere. I think it's my bosom's bigger than everybody else's. So <laughs> that's it. That's I have is. to tell you
1: because I've had a problem with um. My, my daughter said to me today. She said, "At least you won't get it on uh, your eyebrows because I've got uh, uh, alopecia at the minute." So I was doing press this morning. So these are, these are stuck on. But, but it was in the first. Yeah, I've got alopecia, but they're they're coming back. Anyway, I don't mind talking about it because it was in the press and i was kind of trolling and so on. i just sort of think oh my God. own this thing. Well, you know? i didn't tell those but, anyway, the but my daughters good falsies they're good aren't they yeah but my but and they weren't i wouldn't have bothered putting them on today but i was doing some other press oh. and they had to be stuck on but um but my daughter this morning said at least you won't get them when i said i was coming to do this you won't get food in your eyebrows because they've, you they've, they've they have they have grown up with just bits <laughs> of food. and it's like my father i always remember my mother telling me the, the first time they went to a dinner party, and I bear in mind they, this was in Coleray in Northern Ireland and they didn't really have dinner parties then, and mom, Dad must have been in his 50s, but they went to a dinner party and it was the first time someone had cooked spaghetti for them and Mum phoned, mom phoned me afterwards and said, James, I said, "How did Dad I'll get on the spaghetti?" And she said, "James, it was coming out of his sleeves." And he just, just clearly, clearly, it was on the fork. And he just get it.
3: I want to know how many leading ladies do you think you've kissed? Oh,
2: really important question. Oh, on you're,
3: camera.
1: You're a good kisser. On camera.
3: Oh, on off, and yeah. off. We'll <laughs> have both. We'll have both. Just for the record. No. Uh,
1: uh, well, I've worked for a long time. So, I suppose there's a few uh, that I've worked with. I've been very lucky. I mean, well, I don't mean that Who's way. Who's the
2: best kisser? Oh mum. You can't ask me that. Yes,
1: you can. Helen Baxon.
2: Oh, she... Is she? <laughs> really? She was the love yeah.
1: She was, Rachel.
2: Yeah.
1: I love you, Rachel, Rachel Bradley. Um, yeah, no, she was great. Uh, she, was, she was just such a brilliant person to work
2: with. So, Jim. Yeah. I want to know some of the dishes that you like to make, that you were making for Jerome Flynn... And um, what was your make, called Waddington?
1: Steve Waddington? Yeah. Steve Waddington who was in Derek oh, Chalmers so. Edward II. No. Um, yeah, no. Harvey Kitea. <laughs> no! Um, so, no, back in the day I was growing up. I mean, you know, I didn't really eat. I didn't have a salad. I didn't have salad. I mean, as I was saying to your Except mother.
3: The, 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 the chopped uh,
1: egg and uh, uh, lettuce. chopped egg, lettuce, roast beef and a bit of um, Hamels mayonnaise. I, don't, I didn't have an avocado until I was, say, 24.
3: I didn't even know there were avocados. Nor did I. I didn't <laughs> eat broccoli. tomatoes.
1: broccoli. Oh, yeah, never had like Oh, that.
3: but tomatoes, you've got five in a brown paper bag. That was yeah. half a pound. But,
1: but, I, but you know, but, so when I came over to London, I was very good at potatoes, mince, beans, sausages, things like that, and, and fries, you know, I could do a fry. So, I mean, my fry my, my fry still is, is, so what's is, in is potato, your fry? potato bread, soda yeah. bread, yeah. Um, sausages. Saus- Which uh, sausage? See, I, I, I think sausages got a bit fancy. I like Richmond sausages. Oh, Irish the old
3: sausage. fashioned like Irish, Irish
1: sausages. sausages. Although, I have to say, in Portrush, Yeah. Etherson's butchers oh. uh, do a very good uh, pork and leek sausage. It's amazing. Um, bacon, just but uh, smoked bacon, rashers. Yeah. Although actually, to tell you the truth, mostly in London it was, it was more, um, not rashers, it was not streaky. Um, Gammon, yeah. was it? Oh. Yeah. Um, mushroom, tomato? No, I don't like mushroom. Uh? I'm not good with mushrooms. Marte? Do you like mushrooms? Tomatoes, yeah,
3: I do like
2: mushrooms.
1: Although, funny enough, I'm now taking mushrooms. Um, you know the mushrooms. Have you seen that thing on Netflix? You're now taking mushrooms. know uh, I'm not taking. Uh... <laughs> yeah,
2: I love that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have got <laughs> some... Are we
1: still in the? This is a weird Funky... kitchen, isn't it? Uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> funny no, fung- yeah. no, you're
2: taking. Uh, the are supplement. I know. So...
1: Oh, I'm doing mu- mushroom supplement things. Yeah. I was told it was good for my alopecia.
2: And has it helped?
1: I think so. But anyway, so, so my, so my fry-up, that's the fry-up. Tea and toast. But also, but the other things I cook. So I, do you I have I a do, cup of tea with it or yeah, coffee? Yeah. Tea. Tea. Tea mostly. But then what else? When I came over, I did a lot of, I cooked a lot of potato. I mean, I'm very good at So what's
3: your best cook way of ma- cooking pasta? potato? No, oh, no but your potatoes,
1: potato. Oh, your mash. What
3: Mash. So what's your secret?
1: Cold water. Oh. You have to, you, you, you must boil the... The, the water I need to... I need to start with cold water. Don't, yeah. don't put...
3: Oh. Well, I've never don't, heard of starting with hot water. No, potatoes. but I mean
1: boil the cold water. Yes, know, so don't, don't put don't boiling put, water in. Don't put, put, don't put them into no, just... No, I
3: wouldn't put them into... I'd start with cold water. Yeah, yeah, do that. Okay, yeah. but
2: not... I wouldn't. Right, so, so when you, you strain gym.
3: them, what do you do then to make it delicious?
1: I mean, the consistency is the most
2: What apparatus do you thing. use to get your consistency? Do you do a ricer? Have you got a ricer? I have just got a ricer? ricer,
1: no, but I mean... I would just I would just throw butter and pepper and salt in, and milk? then milk. Uh, I don't do. I do do milk, you mash cream? I, I do mash. I don't put milk or cream in. I put butter. Okay. Um, but I get a fork and really do it with a fork. I think that's the you do. Thing. You
2: mash your potatoes with a fork. Yeah. No. How long you does can that take? beat
1: it. You can beat it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm marsh, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but
3: if you do it like you beat it,
2: but isn't
1: that it, like? Is it very? Um, silky? Is it well? you so not silky, but it's not lumpy. Okay. But I like. I don't like it too. I don't like it too creamy or too silky. I don't you think. it's not it get
2: like a puree? It's a wee, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. yeah. So it becomes a puree. Jessie, do you want some? She Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd love some, man.
2: Um, but
1: what else? So pasta's my. Um,
2: oh, you make pasta.
1: No, don't make pasta what's main, your no, pasta, pasta sauce. What's your best sauce? I my exactly. the pasta sauce which I'm supposed to be making tonight for my and we call we just call it bacon pasta, and it came actually from my ex's my ex mother-in-law. No, my ex mother-in-law. Apparently, uh, she started and it science. I mean, it's just a simple sauce, but it's so delicious to the point where Peter Ludlow, my one of my one of the four mates, his son George had it a while ago in Portrush, and George, he was nine or ten at the time. About, and he's a big lad, he plays rugby, and he, and he had about four it. And he uh, went home and his mother phoned me the next day and said when they got home, George said, that was the greatest meal I've ever had in my oh, life. Best <laughs> so go
3: and tell <laughs> us, and tell, tell, us. tell us the well, ingredients. It's,
1: it's actually very simple, it's just, it's called, we call it a bacon pasta. And it is just, um, although I have to, I mean I mentioned earlier on the Nigel Stater pork patties. You should have a go great. at that. That it's,
0: sounds
1: great. And also the other, the other pasta sauce, before I go into bacon pasta. The other one is Marcella Hazan's original ragu sauce. Ooh. It's a part of the original, I mean, it's like from, do you know, if have you heard the name Marcella Hazan? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, of course I have, yeah. Old Italian chef. Anyway, yeah. look at her ragu. So it's, you start with carrots, celery, carrots, celery, onion, then uh, crumble in, just crumble in the beef, and then, oh that looks nice, and then um, white wine, a lot yeah. of white wine. white wine, bring that down, then milk, Bring that down. Nutmeg.
2: Can oh, we talk
1: about the produce, not the it's bacon? Yeah. Okay, so
3: milk and nutmeg.
1: Milk, nut, White wine, milk, nutmeg. I wouldn't you think I'm putting
3: crack. white wine in I bolognese. Is. And then so you do it for
1: four, you know, four you know, hours. A have, a look, have a look. Because, because
3: I put red wine in. No, well, honestly, you should
1: I have a look at it. Okay, I will. Definitely. Um, and then, yeah, so the port. package. There's is,
3: nothing better than a good bolognese, is there?
1: I love it. To be honest. Also, I love River Cafe. They do um, they aubergine, aubergine. Penny with aubergine. Loads of parmesan. Yeah. I don't know. but but my So my bacon pasta is, is this simple. Go on, so go on. If you're it's, listening, it's yeah, this simple listening. and it's delicious. Yeah, go on. Red onion.
3: Yeah.
1: Put a couple of red onions in, chop them, you know, yeah. uh, dice them. Fry those up. Three or four cloves of garlic. Yeah. Chopped. Uh, then, you know, chopped up pancetta or smoked bacon. I'll yeah, yeah, that yeah. Then add... A lot of pesto. Quite a lot of pesto. Pesto
3: with the bacon.
1: Coat coast the bacon.
3: I have ne- would never coat, think of putting pesto coach, with bacon. The bacon Would you, Jess.
1: What? Pesto. Coat, coat, coat the bacon. Coat the, the bacon with the pesto. Really could get that all claggy and mixed up. Then mm-hmm. put in your tomatoes, season.
3: Tomatoes. Oh,
1: yeah. Then put in your... Well, just tin tomatoes.
3: You've made this one up, haven't
1: you? Yeah, well, it came from... Um, Yeah, this was made up. This isn't
2: Marcella. No, no, no. This is is, is when your girls would only eat pesto.
1: Yeah. Uh, And so, and it's great. And and in fact, tonight, I could show you a text from the eldest tonight, because I'm just back from Ireland. And she said. She's uh, coming tonight.
2: She's coming for the pesto. She said tonight, Um, I haven't
1: seen them. Where is she? Uh, She said bacon passed out yours tonight
2: dad oh i think my kids would quite like that too jesse i think you should i said oh to be
1: fair i'm eating lunch uh uh, this podcast with jesse where and peggy said table manners i went yes i didn't know you were doing that and then she said at least you can't get food in your eyebrows (laughs) there you are
3: Um, wow so what we have here is a just clementine cake
1: scourge
3: be your last supper if you're going off
2: to a desert to island yeah yeah you've got a starter a main and a pudding
1: oh great i'd start with um and a drink uh linguine
3: out so many people say that why where do you, where do you where's your it? best
1: one i had uh, the best one i had was in venice in a yeah. little back street kind of tiny restaurant family restaurant linguine alla of um and then my main would probably be a curry from Tandoori Nights in uh, Lordship Lane.
3: Oh, is that oh good? Oh my goodness, it
1: good. Ah, oh, used to be Tim Ball's favourite place. I mean, now Maneer who ran it for years, the nicest, most brilliant man in the world. It's been one. It's been one of the, those Lordship, those Southeast London places that has stayed forever. See,
2: because I, I love Two Sisters, which right, is it that. says two stars. It's in Nunhead all right and it's freaking amazing yeah i also like and ganapati, ganapati. Yeah, yeah very good but it's a bit like if you yeah. want like ganapati's no. fantastic
1: yeah but no i just okay think, so what's it so called I'd tandoori night. tandoori nights but I mean, oh, it's been a bit, it was re, it was tim spall's favorite okay place.
2: I'm,
1: I'm tim i mean there's so many people but and and i don't know if many are still there because they have burnt down a bit and there's 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 been quite a lot of sadness mm-hmm. in the family over the years but the nicest kind of man and everything's cooked fresh so what you know? would be your order I mean, I'm so sorry. It would be a lamb tikka starter, and I'm, I'm sorry to say, but it would be chicken tikka masala. No, look, when
2: it's, well, good. it's love it. good, it's the greatest. Yeah. I do
3: love lamb tikka as well. Yeah.
1: I would love a lamb tikka starter, and then, uh, and then my pudding would be, um, well, it would probably be lemon, uh, lemon tart.
3: Yeah, I like Ooh. lemon
1: tart. Because there've been some uh, people in in my life who've cooked very good lemon tarts, and, uh, and that would be. Good. Do you
3: like ice cream?
1: Uh, there's a great. I oh yeah, I love ice cream. There's a great place in Portstewart, very famous called Morellis, and they you know they came to. They're an Italian family who came to Portstewart in the '30s, I think, uh, and I always loved it because that was Mum's favourite place, um to go. And uh, my mum, I lost my mum to Alzheimer's in two thousand and thirteen. By anyway, the or two thousand and twelve, I must have. But she. uh when she was uh toward kind getting, getting really confused towards the end she was in the home you know in a really good place with all, uh, uh, uh alzheimer's patients but the last time i took her out, i i and she hadn't really i don't think called me james maybe in a year or so i mean there was like moments of recognition and she was still young i mean she had it she had it really quite badly my mother uh, which made it for so difficult for family particularly my dad but anyway so I, the last time i took her out, i took her out to morelli's back to Morellis and it's an institution in Northern Ireland you know and, and the Portschurch strand is beautiful you know high on the, that sits in the north of Northern Ireland the Atlantic coast comes crashing in there's a big convent called Dominican convent uh, sitting on the um, hillside which I used to love because I was a Protestant so I was always much more interested in the, in the uh, Dominican convent because uh, it felt real. Well. See the minute I mention convents, I think get it It's God convents. But anyway, so I took her down there, at, um, and actually, that's what I would really. I mean, probably if it, if it was your if it was your last supper, I'd probably want an ice cream from Morellis. Oh, yeah, with because then it's like the things you know. What mom. was your mum's order? Mint. Anyway, but she'd had, because she had because Alzheimer's. She ordered one like th- three bowls of mint, and she had that. And then we were sitting, and she was, and she was in good form. It'd have been a nightmare getting out of the car, it was was one of those days where her kind of own body spatial awareness was impossible, didn't know how to kind of move things. But then we got in and she was great and bright, and there was still, you know, there was glimmers, I mean she was talking, but it it was like I was a stranger that she sort of was familiar with. But anyway, so she had three bowls of, or three, um, you know, uh, scoops of the mint. And then we talked for a bit and then she said, Will we have some ice cream? And I said, Yeah, okay. And so I got her some more of an ice cream anyway. But we were leaving. And that's what I would definitely have. I would have Morelli's ice cream because that would remind me of, of this day. And we walked out of the door and she just couldn't she couldn't move her legs properly through the door. I mean, she was walking and there was a real glint in her eyes and you know. But eventually got her through the door and it was cold. But it was a beautiful kind of April day. Just perfect in Northern Ireland. And um and she grew up by the sea so i always think when she was when she was near the sea she kind of had a memory of something but anyway and i i knew she had gloves in her in the pocket of her coat so i got the gloves out and it's like well you've got three young ones you know what putting gloves is like on toddlers where they can't get the fingers into yeah. it you know and it took ages and i eventually got them on her, and she looked at me and she went james fits just like a glove
3: oh
1: you know, and that was the last day. We, don't you it, gonna right? make me cry? Though, but no, that's well. but that's so that that would be a good thing to have. for me, Yeah. Oh. But it's also I love the humour of that as well. Yeah. I
2: mean. Um. Can I ask what drink you would choose to have? What drinks? Drinks.
1: Okay, I love you, got uh, <laughs> You
2: could go for a different one each each
1: course. I think with the starter, um, I would probably have um. With the vongole, I'd, I'd probably I have just a point. simple kind of um, a, a tiny. I might have just a wee. A, some kind of light, a Pinot Grigio or something. I wouldn't want something too heavy. Okay. Um, with the, the uh, chicken, with the curry, oh, yeah. with the curry. Well, no, with the curry, I would have. Um, I would have some white and some red. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I would, sure. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably have quite a big. I mean, it's my last supper. Yeah. So I would have a bottle of Merlot. Okay. Which probably doesn't go with the curry at all. Oh, when
3: you have your tikka masala, do you have any sides with it?
1: Um. Yeah, I would have. Uh, I mean, that's why tangerine is I just grow so great. So down there, it's a good. It's, well, it's just such a good family. I just love supporting the, mm-hmm. those old shops, you know. Um, I would have uh, the the brinjal. Uh, it's kind of the aubergine yeah. Yeah. Of side dish, Yeah, but, yeah. And, yeah, and also. Um, I like the sag. Uh, sag. Uh, sagaloo. Sagaloo. Yeah, sag okay. Oh, you like paneer? I
2: love yeah, paneer. I hate. That potato gets in the way of the. Sag- no, I. Sagalier.
1: I can't, I'm. I'm. I'm a sandwich. I would have sagaloo on its own. Okay. But then i i would rather have this but like my father and i used to just have we would just cook we would have new potatoes you know new potatoes with the skins on
3: and just salt and
1: butter you know my father used to do a very funny thing he used to love custard and so he would make custard and then we would have it and then he would have the bowl and would sit in the the living room, and he would finish the bowl He'd, he'd finish the custard out of the bowl and he would always fall asleep this is after like school and stuff and about five o'clock in the afternoon if he came back and made us some custard and he always fell asleep with his arm up in the air with a spoon <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to fall asleep in a chair like that <laughs> What well, was his way of going to sleep was holding his arm sitting in a chair holding his arm up in the air with a spoon but um and then i would have some red as well i would have a really nice pinot with the um i'd have a really really good burgundy like um sort of hubri or something like that there um and then with my pudding um, with the ice cream I'd have uh, an Irish coffee I had one
2: the other day oh and I forgot God. how fantastic they are with
1: whiskey
2: in it I don't care what it I don't even ask was, the kids had hot here, chocolates. Yeah. So I had an Irish that's coffee that's great isn't it and I was very happy
1: and then I'd happily have my then I'd go to then I'd be ready for anything I'd be ready for sleep right, yeah. that's the way you want to go yeah. have really good food and then fall asleep and then just yeah. and do whatever you want <laughs> yeah do
3: you ever sing karaoke?
1: do you like karaoke? no I used to sing a bit of karaoke which
2: she well, sang very well on Stay Close,
1: I have to say. Uh, I used to sing a lot of Sinatra. I oh, I can imagine. Oh, which
3: that? would cool be enough. your Sinatra song?
1: Uh, well, I sang one in Kofi, I sang The Tender Trap, but I also sing. I used to host GQ awards and I used to come on singing a Sinatra song, but I changed the words to okay. the people that were there. But yeah, The Tender Trap.
3: Your love, your love, your love
1: is a tender trap. It's, well, that, that, that's sort of oh, like, a, it. kind of it? <laughs> No, Shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the tune. That's so the uh, tune. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I meant that's... Slightly, but I don't yeah. I don't think it goes, you're loved, you're... Slightly in lying, love you're with hurt, you, you're, cooked, you're caught in the town. You've got
2: great voice. Do, 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 do. I need to know, so stay close, okay. it's out yeah. now. It's on Netflix. It's doing amazing. It's um, I loved it. What's the tune? And uh, have you got anything else coming up?
1: I just also... Bloodlands. Um, uh, I, I yeah, started that's that, but I Start filming it, yeah. I just recently been filming around London, doing a thing another cop but a really really dark uh piece it's called suspect um and it's eight half hours it'll be shown as four hours it takes place over 24 hours about a beaten disillusioned kind of cop who uh in the first so it's, it's, it's me with one other actor every half hour oh. so it's quite theatrical so there's jodie richardson Amory marie duff Richard E. Grant Lee. Oh, uh, this yeah. sounds
2: exciting.
1: And um and so at the beginning of it, I am going in to help. I've been asked to help ID and this isn't a big spoiler. this is the first episode. Help to ID an unidentified dead female. I'm there I don't want to be there and I'm, I'm kind of just you're not quite sure what's wrong with me. And I'm leaving, and that's that first episode is with Julie Richardson. She's playing the f- forensic pathologist. And eventually I'm I'm walking out and something stops me and I go up and I pull back the uh tarpon and it's the uh, or the, the um the cloth of the over the corpse and it is the body of my estranged daughter. And so I spend <gasps> Oh my god. So I spend the next seven half hours, twenty four hours, trying to find, find out. Because it's it's just deemed to it'll be on channel four and PBS in America. It's by um a guy called Matt Baker, and then directed by an amazing Belgian guy called Dries uh, Ross, and it was amazing, but quite tough.
2: Oh my God! You do get meaty parts. I
1: know. I was people the thing is, I a was a comic. I was a comic. I started off in comedy. But you're what? A policeman? Yeah. well, people see the
2: good in. It. See,
1: I never. You said, didn't get. You didn't get, didn't it, on get it on your eyebrows.
2: Didn't get my
0: eyebrows,
1: but I've got I've got cake on my face. Oh God! I wish my girls were here to see that.
2: I feel like uh, Jim Nesbitt just uh, blessed the kitchen and table manners and the start of the new year quite beautifully. Yeah, my new baby son uh, is a big fan of him. Yeah, cooed and giggled We're and smiled. we all What of 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 Jim?
3: <clears throat> Jim. I could James. call him Jim. Jim. Why did
2: you call him he Jim? He asked me to call him Jimmy. Jim. Jim. So that was just lovely. Really enjoyed it. I think he did too. I like when a guest pours themselves wine. Did you, how did you feel with my, me cooking, me being back on the cooking scene? It's only been a years. I felt very relaxed, darling. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week with another guest on Table Manners. It's great to be back. We are refreshed. This is
3: going to be a great season.
2: It's going to be a great year, Mum. We've got fabulous people We're going on up. tour in Hollywood. Oh, and
0: we're going on tour Landers. in the UK.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is really happening. Yeah. And may I also add if you don't mind um, I'd like to tell you that my paperback of Omelette my food memoir that I wrote last year is out this week Um, you can pre-order it on the um, Waterstones website I've done loads of signed copies there and you can buy it from tomorrow and the new cover is very fetching and I would love you to all buy one if you fancy it I know a lot of you bought it the first time around but you know if you fancy trying to make me a Sunday Times bestseller this week um, yeah go on um, thank you for listening we'll see you next week
0: how hold up what was that